Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News Update for Wednesday the 31st of August. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charleston, Nevis, Premier Mark Brantley announced at his recent press conference on Tuesday that the Nevis Island Administration will eliminate the fuel surcharge from the bills of Nevlex customers. We propose ultimately to eliminate the fuel surcharge for everyone. But in this first step, we will eliminate the fuel surcharge for residential customers only. The NIA will provide an additional $500,000 per month to Nevlex. That will take, therefore, our payment for this subsidy per month to a total of $1.75 million. And the good people at Nevlek are telling us that if we can give them $1.75 million per month and the actual surcharge remains on about 77 cents per kilowatt hour, that's where the actual surcharge was in the month of July, that they can reduce with that subsidy the fuel surcharge for residential customers to zero. Now let me just emphasize that the commercial consumers will continue to pay the fuel surcharge. However, we will cap the fuel surcharge to them at 65 cents. So it means that they too will get some relief. That is the plan. Now, of course, the plan can go awry if fuel prices were to escalate exponentially going forward. But based on what we're seeing that prices might have stabilized and or prices might actually be a little lower for August. The good people at Nevlek, the technicians, are saying to us that this plan is doable. Still out of Charlestown Nevis, at its recent press conference, Premier Brantley announced that non-established workers on Nevis are set to receive pensions starting in the month of September. The policy will apply to workers who retire at the age of 62 provided that the employee would have served 10 continuous years in the public service. If the employee resigns after at least 10 years of continuous service, he or she will receive a gratuity only. If the employee resigns after 15 years of continuous service, he or she will receive a gratuity upon resignation and receive a pension when he or she reaches age 62. Where an employee becomes permanently incapacitated, and unable to engage in gainful employment, he or she may retire and receive his or her benefits from the retirement scheme. When an employee dies in the course of his or her employment, after at least 10 continuous years of service, the beneficiaries of his or her estate will receive his or her gratuity only. And non-established workers who are already in the public service and cannot achieve 10 continuous years of service before reaching the age of 62 will be given a compassion Gratuity. Non-established workers will continue to receive their holiday pay, but the honorarium, which would normally be paid in December of each year, will be discontinued effective the 1st of January 2023. The maximum number of years for retirement calculation will be 400 months, or 33 and one-third years. I want to thank them. They would have undertaken a Herculean task. I am advised by them in their last update to me that they would have convened some three or thereabouts town hall meetings with the non-established workers, different groups of non-established workers, to explain to them what was proposed and to get their feedback. And each time we went back to the drawing board to ensure that we were able to come up with something that we feel is workable. Good news. 
for the any workers that relief has finally come and a comprehensive policy has been put in place for them and that will be explained more closely to them so that they are aware of what benefits they will now receive. Still out of Charleston Nevis, grand concert set for Heroes Day, September 18th at the Malcolm Gishard Park from 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. It is intended to be uplifting. We have emphasized that we only want conscious artists to perform there. And the idea really is to bring family and friends together as we celebrate our national heroes and the platform that they would have built on which we all now stand. The admission is the whopping price of free, so there's no charge to attend this Freedom Concert. And who will be the headline acts? The headline acts will be Morgan Heritage, a band that is well known to us all. We will have Freddie McGregor, who is also well known to us all. His son, Chino McGregor, that is the son of Freddie McGregor, and a young man called Jamil, I'm told is quite popular. We also have some local acts. We have other St. Kitts infamous. We have the Grandmasters Band out of St. Kitts, and we have the Greenhouse Band out of Nevis. We have Selector Bobby and Toby, and Ecstasy Sounds featuring DJ Woodis. We are inviting you to wear your national colors and come to represent your national heroes and to give honor and respect where it is due, but also to come out and have an enjoyable time with your families as we try to bring the island together. Out of Bastia, St. Kitts, St. Kitts and Nevis's Sir Hugh Rollins is among 16 outstanding individuals who will receive honorary degrees from the University of the West Indies as in-person graduations return this year. Sir Hugh will receive an honorary Doctor of Laws, LLD, for his contribution to the judiciary during the graduation of the Five Islands Campus on October the 8th. The UE alumnus, the Honorable Sir Hugh Rollins, has long served the regional community as an educator, a senior civil servant, and a member of the judiciary. Sir Hugh began his long and notable legal career in 1985 when he was admitted to practice law having received his Legal Education Certificate, LEC, from the Norman Manley Law School. He also holds a BA with Honours 1974, an LLB with Honours 1983, and an LLM 1993 from the UE. Sir Hugh served as Crown Counsel, Registrar, Additional Magistrate, and Solicitor General of St. Kitts before returning to the Caveville campus as a lecturer in the Faculty of Law from 1995 to 2000. Sir Hugh joined the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court in 2000, serving as a master assisting with implementing new civil practice rules. In 2002, he was appointed High Court Judge, and then in 2005 came the appointment to the Office of Justice of the Court of Appeal. Sir Hugh served as Chief Justice of the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court from 2008 until his retirement in 2012. He has published several legal articles in regional and international law journals and is the only person to date who has substantively assumed duties in the four levels of the court. His judgments have been quoted with approval by the Privy Council, the Supreme Court of Kenya, and by Commonwealth Caribbean Courts. Today, he is a judge of the ILO International Administrative Tribunal in Geneva, Switzerland, having been appointed in 2012 upon his retirement from the Office of Chief Justice. 
in 2012, Sir Hugh was conferred the award of the Order of the Knight Bachelor. He was also awarded the Pelican Award and the nomination of the St. Kitts and Nevis Alumni Chapter of the UEAA. We go to break and when I come back, we'll have news on the regional scene. Out of Montserrat, applications are being invited for the position of director of the Montserrat Social Security Fund. We get this ZGB radio report. Applications are invited from qualified persons for the post of director, Montserrat Social Security Fund. The director is responsible for the efficient and effective administration of the fund, its general operations, and the staff. The post holder shall be subject to the Social Security Act and the general direction of the Board of Directors. Applicants should have a degree in Management Studies, Public Administration, Business Administration, Accounting, Finance or a related field. A Master's degree in Management Studies or related field is desirable. A minimum of seven years' experience in a senior management administrative or executive position in government or the private sector. Certification and training in social security management and or laws will be an asset. Personal attributes should include familiarity with Social Security Act, corporate law and management best practices, excellent organizational and leadership skills, excellent communication, interpersonal and presentation skills, outstanding critical thinking, analytical and problem-solving abilities, and negotiation and networking skills. The job will be on a contractual basis for a period of three years. The total remuneration package for the post of director, Montserrat Social Security Fund, is ISI $118,200 per annum, taxable in total, to include basic salary 78000 
duty allowance $32,400 per annum, telephone allowance $1,800 per annum, and entertainment allowance $6,000 per annum. In addition, travel allowance will be paid at the rate of $9,600 per annum, which is not taxable. To view detailed terms of reference for the director of the Montserrat Social Security Fund and to apply, visit gomjobs.com. The following will be required during the application process. A cover letter, completed application form, comprehensive curriculum vitae with full particulars of experience, certified copies of qualifications, clear statement detailing why you are well qualified for the position, and two letters of reference with full contact details. The deadline for the receipt of applications, Friday, September 16, 2022. Please note that only applicants selected for interviews will be notified. And out of Phillipsburg in St. Martin, the Supervisory Board of Directors, SBOD of Utilities Company, GEBE, has appointed Shireen Daniel as temporary manager in the absence of a statutory director of the company. Statutory Director Meryl Temer, whose function became effective as of August 22nd, has been on extended sick leave and is unable to function due to illness. Daniel's appointment went into immediate effect as of Tuesday, August 29th. Daniel, in accordance with the Articles of Incorporation of NVGEBE, is entitled to take all urgent necessary actions required for the continuance of the business operation of NVGEBE, SBOD Vice Chairperson Dima Labiga stated in a notification dated August 29th and sent to employees, stakeholders, service providers, and GEBE vendors. The Council of Ministers, in its capacity as representative of the shareholder of utilities company GEBE, has via letter formally and informally requested GEBE's SBOD to assign a crisis management team at GEBE as soon as possible. In a resolution dated August 29, the SBOD stated that no managing directors were currently appointed to function in accordance with Article 8 on the 11 of GEB's Articles of Association. Tema had been appointed in the absence of managing directors. On August 9th, Tema resigned as temporary manager per September 1st, leaving the company with no temporary manager as of that date. On May 11, 2022, Daniel was appointed temporary replacement of Tema in the event of his absence. On August 22nd, the SBOD said it had received notification of no objection regarding Tema automatically invoking his Chief Operations Office COO service agreement. And internationally, out of Hong Kong, China's southern city of Shenzhen on Monday shut down the world's largest electronics market and suspended public transport nearby as authorities enforced neighborhood-wide lockdowns in response to a small number of COVID cases. Huacuan Bay, a busy shopping area home to thousands of stalls selling computer components, mobile phone parts, and microchips, is among three neighborhoods placed under a mandatory four-day lockdown in Futian District, according to the district government. Residents in those neighborhoods are forbidden to leave their homes except for COVID testing, which they are required to undergo daily until Thursday. All businesses in the affected areas are shut down through Thursday except for supermarkets, pharmacies and hospitals.
restaurant dining is also suspended with only takeaways allowed. China is one of the last places in the world still enforcing stringent zero-COVID measures which rely on sweeping digital surveillance, mass testing, extensive quarantines and snap lockdowns. On Tuesday, Shenzhen, an international technology hub of 18 million people, reported just 35 infections, including 11 asymptomatic cases. Now to our weather update. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Wednesday the 31st August. The weather today mostly sunny and hazy. The winds east-northeast at 15 to 28 kilometers per hour or 9 to 17 miles per hour. The seas 1 to 1.5 meters or 3 to 5 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.57 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.26 p.m. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day.